The Brooklyn Vegan Show is a podcast about music brought to you by the music blog and online record store Brooklyn Vegan. Make sure to subscribe to hear all of our upcoming episodes featuring interviews with musicians and more, and find us 24-7 at brooklynvegan.com, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hey, welcome to the new episode of the Brooklyn Vegan Show. I'm BV editor Andrew Sacker, and to be honest, I'm a little sick right now, but I was feeling a lot livelier when I recorded this episode, which is an interview with Sammy from Drain. I caught up with Sammy ahead of the release of the band's sophomore album, Living Proof, which comes out Friday, May 5th via Epitaph, the follow-up to their great debut record, California Cursed, which had come out in April of 2020, just as the world was going into lockdown via Revelation Records. Drain were one of the hardcore bands that really popped off during lockdown, despite or in spite of there being no live music. And they just continued to rise since then. They've got a huge tour coming up with an amazing cast of openers, including Drug Church, Gel, MS Paint, Magnitude, Restraining Order, Combust, Gum, Torena, and Out of Pocket, all handpicked by Drain. And this new record is, uh, it picks up where California Curse left off and it pushes forward too. There's some new stuff on there. There's a rap interlude, a Descendants cover with clean vocals, and then plenty of the thrashy hardcore that Drain brought to their debut record. Sammy and I talk about this record a lot. We dive into some of the lyrics. We talk about the the things that are new for Drain. We talk about the upcoming tour, some of Sammy's formative experiences in the hardcore scene, being a hardcore band in the post-turnstile era, hardcore pre-pandemic versus post-pandemic, tons of other stuff we get into his time drumming in the band gulch one of the most beloved metallic hardcore bands who broke up recently uh we talk about gatekeeping always a hot topic in hardcore we talk about sammy's love of the grateful dead and drains homages to that band and at the end sammy names five current hardcore bands that he thinks any new hardcore fan should know there's it was a really really fun chat with sammy there's a lot of other stuff in there and i highly recommend checking it out and listening to this new album by Drain, because if you like hardcore or metal or punk or anything in that realm, it's a really, really great record. It's, you know, crosses boundaries between genre, just great heavy music, great energetic music. You should really check it out. Before we get to the episode, just a quick shout out. Listeners of this podcast can get 30% off of their first year's membership at DistroKid by signing up at distrokid.com slash VIP slash Brooklyn Vegan. The URL is included in the description of this episode, and you can click directly from there. DistroKid is a service for musicians that allows you to easily upload your music to all major streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, and more. It allows you to do automatic revenue splits, so collaborators and co-writers can get paid too. It provides you with an artist page that links to your music on all streaming services. It allows you to add lyrics, credits, liner notes, and more. It's a super cool service, and as a reminder, you can get 30% off. Click in the link in the description of this episode. And now, my interview with Sammy. Right on, man. What's happening, dude? Thanks for like meeting me, Andrew. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, I'm excited. It should be a really fun chat. Let's do it, man. I'm posted. Let's, <sighs> let's kick it. Heck yeah. Open a window. We're posted up, dude. Awesome. Uh, so what's up? What are you up to today? Dude, I'm just chilling, man. It's um, it's like the first nice, like, like actually warm day. Um in a bit so honestly i've just been enjoying it man i've been outside rode my screw with my girlfriend for a little bit today i'm just hanging dude yeah what about yourself man and, and where are you coming from i'm in new york okay uh, totally yeah, yeah yeah 
Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I just finished dinner. Um, Heck yeah, man. Where in New York are you? In the city, in Queens. Totally. Dude, I was just out there like, well, not in Queens, but I was in Brooklyn like last weekend. Um, dude, oh, awesome. sick, man. Yeah, was that, that big show that Flatspot Records was doing or whatever with Speed. Yes, yeah. It was so epic, dude. I, I wanted to go so badly and it just like life got in the way. Yeah, dude, um, it happens, like, man. It totally happens. How was yeah, Speed? I, was, I mean, I, I haven't seen them yet because they've only played oh. America like twice or something. Yeah, dude, they're they're fantastic, man. They were so dope. It was like because I saw them, that their first one was just Sound of Fury, and that was epic. And then we went to Australia, and we got to see those dudes, and so they were just so cool. And like we got to hang with them, and I was like, dude, or wherever you guys are in America, I'll come find you. So I had I had to come out. I love New York, me, me and everybody else. Um, but dude, they were so good. It was like scowl right before them, and just like it was badass, just totally badass. That's yeah, so I love sick. them. Yeah, so just laying low, man. I got last dude, every time I go to New York, I always get a bunch of tattoos. So I'm like, just about tomorrow's two weeks where I can be like chill to go back outside and like take my shirt off and go in the ocean and stuff. So I'll be like counting down the days. I'm like, okay, let's just like let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. Yeah, um, man, let's go. Speaking of New York, I mean I'm really excited for you guys to come back. You got that big tour coming up, the Monster dude. Energy Tour, huh? <laughs> kind of wild dude i'm so pumped yeah that i just found out like two days ago too that um uh that monarch that that venue the broken monarch whatever is um they're doing some construction um in a couple weeks so that room is gonna actually get 500 capacity more um because it's sold out already which is kind of crazy that's actually super crazy so um if you're listening you live in new york there's gonna be some more tickets coming out let's go very cool yeah, yeah uh, t- I mean, tell me about that's like, are you does 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 being on the Monster Energy tour like mean something to you? Is there like sentimental value there? I know it's like, I mean, it's like a big recurring tour, or is it just like funny or like? Dude, I, I mean, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm gonna keep one hundred. I don't really know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but just being totally real, like, I guess a, it doesn't really mean a lot for me personally. I mean, I think the only thing that I kind of, I mean, I used to go like the X Games every summer, so to like be kind of like. I don't know, you know, clicked up with the people that are like a big sponsor for stuff like that, you know, and like kind of had a, f- a foot in that world. It is, it does feel like a little bit nostalgic. Um, but like, honestly, no, man. And then, you know, that's like the one thing it's like, again, I don't really know if I'm supposed to say this. So I was bite me in the ass, but yeah, I mean, it's like, um, you know, we had, we had had that tour planned for a while. And so once we kind of clicked up with them, we, we actually did, it was already done. Everything was already like pretty much solidified. Um, and they just, what I love about that and like, I don't know. This is, I guess, maybe even a bigger tying into a bigger thing, but like Harcourse is just in such an interesting spot right now. And like companies aren't foolish, you know, they're smart and they see that there's something happening. So they're trying to get their piece involved and get, get in. And when monster first reached out, I'll be honest, I wasn't very interested. Um, until I got on the focus, I was like, dude, I don't want to do any weird shit. I don't, I'm just, I'm not down. Like, um, and I got on the phone with them and the dude's like the dude the, who's like the rep, He's like a strip core dude, like used to manage turmoil and like is super involved with like, or like it was really involved in hardcore. And he was just like, dude, I just like hardcore and I like hardcore bands. And I just want to like help them get to what, it, like to do things that they want to do. Um, and so he's like, I don't want you to do anything weird. Don't like start like, he's like, are the logos obnoxious? I'm not going to make you like wear shirts or anything weird. He's like, just like, what can we do to help you guys out? I'm like, well, we just want to do this like bigger, you know, like whatever we can do to make this bigger. Like we got more bands on this thing it's like if it, i mean honestly not that i really care if there's any hate or anything but like there was no hate it was like 
because it was kind of undeniable. It's like, okay, they got a, a pretty big sponsor, but then look at the bands we brought out. It's like some are big, some are really small. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, we still got our ears to the street and we're like, hey, like we actually have means to like take out smaller bands now. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty, pretty badass, man. And like that's the thing, they didn't make us tweak because you hear all kinds of things about like companies like, well, it's actually not really good look. We want you to do play with more of these kinds of bands where they're like, dude, you want to bring out of pocket and gum and fucking restraining order? Like, let's do it. I'm like, yo, love that. Let's do it. You know, like we don't have to tweak anything and put on for the people we want to put on for. So I love that. It's so sick. That is sick. Yeah. The whole, the whole lineup is like amazing. Like throughout the run, is it all handpicked by drain? It was handpicked by us, man. Yeah. Literally by us. And just like, and that's like every band we know we've seen, we played shows with already. I think every one of them. Yeah. Damn, I think everyone we play with already, we just were like, yo, let's do it. You know, like each of them has their own thing that they bring to the package, which is really cool, you know, because we've done like, we've done some tours where it's like a lot of the bands, we, like like the last tour we did was uh, Ingrown and Painted Truth is a really heavy band. They're a heavy build, you know? And so this one was like, okay, let's, let's get like a little bit of everything, you know what I mean? Um, and it's just dope, man. So there's literally something for, if you're like, just like into heavy stuff, then you got like us and out of pocket on terrain on some legs. If you like more punk stuff, you got that, you know? So it's kind of sick. Yeah. I mean, like you got like MS paint who are like, I don't even know what genre they really count as. Um, yeah, dude. And, and like, I mean, drug church of course is so awesome mm-hmm. to, um, yeah. do you, are you, I know you, you guys did like a live on ax to grind. Are you close with Pat at all? or dude not yet not yet no um not not like not that i'm not but yeah he's he's rad i don't really know him like very well but like he's kind of from that i mean i actually grind it was 2019 you know it's kind of been like a um he's been putting on for us for a while but yeah he, i didn't realize he lives in australia so i actually got to see him out there for a second of the show and he was like dude because it wasn't like locked in yet and i was like oh like are we gonna do this thing or like what's up and he's like yeah I was like, oh okay, let's go so it, it, it's it's been pretty awesome to get to hang with those guys Hell yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for that tour. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. It's going to be sick, man. I'm, I'm juiced on that. So it's just speaking of like, like you said, like hardcore is obviously there's a lot of eyes on it right now. Um, <clears throat> I mean, this past weekend I was watching like video of knocked loose and scowl and soul glow at Coachella, you know, Insane. like, yeah. Um, like, I don't know. What's your take on being a hardcore band in this crazy moment for the genre? Dude, it's sick, man. It's so dope. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't know, man. You know, everyone's got their hot take. I think it's dope. And like, I feel so lucky because I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. We get to do things that a lot of bands, and I'm just going to go ahead and say a lot of bands are better bands than we all are, you know, from just even 10 years ago. Never got to do the things that we're going to do. Never got to like, you know, be able to kind of like get like, gear and get you know sponsorships and get to these levels where you're playing with like big artists and like you know i hate to be that guy but it's like yo you're able to like do it in a way where it's like hey this is like a self-sufficient machine now like we can actually do this like obviously all of us just do it for the love of music but there's limitations on that you know what i mean now that there's like hey we're able to like there's there's you know things are going well there's a lot of kids that are going to shows whereas like i don't know pre-covid like at least from from my experience, you know, I think like we go to shows and they, we went to shows all the time. And once in a, every six months, it was like, whoa, this is a sold out show. That's crazy, you know? But everything else, it was like just regular. But now it's like every show sold out. Every show, every venue is packed out. There's two, 300 kids coming out to local shows. Just there's no touring bands at all. It's crazy. So 
yeah, man, hardcore is a dope spot. And I, I love it that I love that we get to be a part of it. And I love that, like, humbly, you know, we're like on the higher end of it that are like playing later in the day at these festivals and kind of like one of the, the flag bearers of this generation, you know, like, um, and I don't take it for granted, you know, it's sick. It's really sick, you know? Um, yeah, dude, it's wild. It's so crazy. Yeah. I was like hitting Sky Skylar, like those are our good homies. I was like, saw videos like trending. It's like Billie Eilish watching knock loose. And it's like my boy Malachi just from scouts kind of like gigging out. I like, so I was like, dog, what the heck? This is crazy. He's like, dude, I know it's nuts, man. It's, it's super, super nuts. And I'm like, I mean, it makes me excited, you know, cause like, I wonder how many people went to Coachella this year and like saw their first mosh pit happen or something. Yeah, dude. And that's the thing, man. It's like, maybe I'm speaking to a different tune. Cause I feel like I kind of, feel like I kind of found, fell in like on a different route. You know what I mean? Like everyone's got to find it somehow. Yeah. And, and that's just, that's just a matter of fact. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone's got to find it somehow. And right now it's been easier to find it than ever. And coincidentally, like I said, shows are cracked down. Anyone who's like, yo, this shit's whack. This shit sucks. I'm like, yo, when you go do, go do a full us and play to 20, 30 kids every night and then do it now and play to four or 500 kids a night. And I promise you, you're going to have a lot more fun right now. You know what I mean? So you'd be singing to a different tune. You know what I mean? Like we all had to get out there and play and things were just different. You know, obviously we were a small band, but right now small bands are still packing out rooms. You know what I mean? And it was, wasn't like that. So um, it's epic, dude. It's so sick. And there's so much positivity that comes out of it. Obviously, you know, the little saying, whatever it's like, it's for, it's for anybody, but it's not for everybody. It's like, obviously some kids are going to find it and they're going to not stay for long and whatever it is, what it is. But a lot of kids are going to find it and they're going to be like, yo, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. You know, I, I found stuff from like when odd future was doing stuff with trash talk. You know what I mean? Like that was like kind of like a segue for me. It was like, yo, this is sick. So on paper, I'm kind of that guy too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and even like just on that, I mean, you guys have a rapper on your new record. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like I, I just hearing that, I wonder like, you know, are maybe it could work in both ways. Maybe like some kids here draining it into hip hop, maybe like, you know, Shakewell's fans find drain. Like it just. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, dude, all that stuff. It's like, anything on that g59 um like city morgue uh bones I, i'm not like a huge hip-hop dude but like all those things yeah it's hip-hop it's punk rock though it's the same thing you know it's it's punk without bar- there's no barriers you know what i mean like and we start making barriers it's like yo you go to those shows those kids want to do the same shit that we want to do they just want to jump up they want to yell they want to go crazy and they don't give a fuck that's the same yeah. exact thing if you put on mute you know, the crowd's going to look different. You put a hardcore song over it, it's the same deal. You know what I mean? So it's like, dude, let's just get out there. Let's get out there and just play to everybody, you know? I feel like there is a huge kinship between, like, hip-hop and punk rock. And, I mean, it always has been. But, like, especially now, I mean, like, they I don't know if you saw, but they just announced Turnstile are playing Rolling Loud, like the hip-hop yeah. festival. Like, and I bet it's going to be really cool, you know? Like, I oh, think, those, I think people are going to really like them at that festival. Dude, we're all we're I feel like all of us are just kind of like waiting behind and whatever doors turnstile knocks down, we're all trying to like run through them as well. Like, yo, cause that's what it is. They're gonna be the first one. And then next year like, yo, that worked really well. Let's get these guys and these guys and these guys. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, I'm so thankful for a band like that and to be in a band in the turnstile era. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this is unreal. It's so sick. People talk about you know, quote, the turnstile effect, like as, as yeah. a member of a band, like, do you feel that happening? Like in real time? 
Kind of. Yeah, like kind of. And that's the thing. I, I think that's where maybe people are slipping. And, and, and again, what do I know? I, I don't know that much. But what I will say is like, I do feel like Turnstile, like, how do I explain this? If you listen to Glow On, and I mean, I, I love everything they've done. You know, so it's like if you listen to Glow On, you're probably not really that caught off guard because if you look at all their albums leading up to it, it's like, I feel like each one is like, they've been like a natural progression. It feels very natural to what they want or what, what they want to do and what they want to play. But I do feel like maybe again, just from releases I've seen, and no one even like necessarily like big, big, but I do feel like I've seen things where it's like bands kind of drastically switching their sound to kind of try to be like in, in a vein like that. And that's so like, look, man, I think why they're so successful is because they're doing what they want. And I think people, the poor man's take is to be like, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to try to do what they're doing. But like in reality, it's like, yo, do what you want to do the same way they do what they want to do. But now they've opened doors band and not just them, but bands like them, bands like knock loose bands, like, you know, pre COVID like power trip, you know, like opening doors are just like, those are the bigger bands, code orange, you know? Um, and none of those bands sound like each other and they all just do whatever they want. You know what I mean? And so, I think that's the thing. I think to to the common folk, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna try to stir stop thing." But then, you know, a lot of people are like, "Yo, we just do whatever we want." You know, that's sick. Yeah, I think that's what happens anytime, right? That you know, someone does something that proves to be more marketable or whatever. Like, uh, and yeah. then you know, like people are like, "Oh, like I think I want to try to do what they're doing because it's working." But it's like you really you said it best, like. Turnstile, I think, is so great, not because like some songs are catchy and they can do singing vocals, but just because they're being themselves always like they're making yeah. the music they want to make. And like you can tell the difference between that and a band being like, oh, well, we sing now so we can sell more tickets, you know, like 100 percent, dude. I mean, you know, and as I'm saying this, you know, people probably if someone's listening, like, well, that's funny because that dude sang on that Descendants cover and now they're blah, 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 blah fuck you you know <laughs> like so yeah it's like dude it's like that's it there's always gonna be someone who's got to be a naysayer but it's like dude as long as you just do what you like you know um and 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 that's the thing. i think that like like i said the big takeaways is like don't be exactly like that but be like them in the sense of do what you like and do what feels good and natural so we've been trying to do that at least in our, in our camp you know that's always always been our mo it's just like yo it's the three of us we sit down we write music we like we don't really you know like we have like a a producer on like record you know on, on, on paper but like not like we don't we don't use a producer like you know we, we go into the studio session like 99 percent done and then we're like hey like and he's like yo throw like a tambourine there even behind the hi hat like all right cool that's like our producer input but the rest is like we write it ourselves we write what we like and we we just do what we do you know um and that's sick i take a lot we we take a lot of pride in that you know, hundred yeah, uh, percent on that note, I, I saw it. I think Taylor Young posted that he like tried to convince you out of doing the Descendants cover and is so happy that you didn't listen to him. Yeah, dude, he from the get go. He's like, yo, this sucks. Like this, not, like before we even start tracking, he's like, this song sucks. Like you shouldn't even do this. And we're just like, yo, like we, I like it. I think it's gonna be dope. And I, I could see like, I could like visualize and like see the vision. I'm like, dude, I think I could see this working. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's, that's, dude, that's, um, that's really cool. You caught that. Yeah. He fully was not down. Um, and again, that's the thing. I think that's why it's good to have someone to bring another little opinion in, but that's where the difference of, cause some people, you know, some, I don't know, I guess as we're like starting to do more like stuff and we're just stepping, 
stepping just out of hardcore into just like the world of music, you know, you realize like, yo, like producers mean a lot, you know what I mean? To a lot of bands. And that's cool for if that's your jam, you know, like I, for me, I'm just like, yo, if it's not us writing it, then I'm just basically playing pretend and I'm not going to do that. So uh, we're not going to do that shit, you know, but it's, it's really common. And I don't know. That's one of the things sometimes even with the producer, like, yo, you should do this. There's like that level of sticking your gut and be like, Nah, we're gonna just do what we want to do because I th- I know this is gonna be good and that's the thing I love about Taylor. He'll be like he he's the first to admit like yep, that was the right call. Even even in the moment I'm like and, and same with us. There's a couple we had one thing he really did help us on this record like like ten seconds of like a, a mosh part um that we were just trying to figure out how to like we, we were just doing it a little too fast I think but like aside from that yeah it's like and we were like I don't know and then we hear like yeah you're right that was a good call you know so it's like. It's just cool, man. I don't know. It's sick. That's awesome. Um, yeah. so, tell, so tell me about that cover. Like, why that track? Are you are you a big Descendants fan? Like, yes. I'm not going to, like, front. Like, I'm like, super, super. I know every deep cut. I definitely don't. But, I mean, I, I love I love my as a college. I love I want to grow up. Um, you know, and I feel like I just know like, a lot of, like, the more popular tracks, you know. But, uh, yeah, dude, I mean, aside the, from those two records, uh but yeah, do we just, you know what, I feel like that and, and, you know, to not to segue, but I feel like with that and intermission, they kind of serve the same purpose of like, okay, how do we do a, a full length record again? And because we noticed with the first one, it's like, yo, we're playing those songs by song like six. No one really seems to know. They know the first four songs on the record, or the first five, maybe. Then six to nine, no one knows. And then the title track is was California Curse was the last song. People knew that one. So we're like, okay, how do we make it so that middle chunk like is something that people are like, if it turns on, they're like, oh, it's like a palette. It is going to be fresh. You know what I mean? Um, so kind of the same vibe. And I was like, well, what do we, we did intermission. And we're like, well, like, I don't know. Like we had talked about like doing a cover um, at one point for like this compilation thing. And it kind of didn't end up working out. And I'm so glad it didn't because – we're like, oh, that would be a dope song to cover. And I tried to sing it. Um, and yeah, and then we was like, yeah, why don't we do that? Like, it'd be so easy for us to be like, yo, let's do a, a Marauder cover. Let's do a whatever, you know, a Machine Head cover. But it's like, dude, why don't we step? Everyone knows we can play breakdowns and they know we can yell. Let's like, let's actually make it an easier song on the musician side and then sing and challenge ourselves in that way, you know? And so... Which is tough, by the way. It seems fucking hard, you know. I'm dude, like, your dude, voice sounds great, though. You, yo, you really like. I think it came out really, really good. Thanks, man. Yo, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'll keep it 100 always, dude. There's for sure some digital love on that on that track. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You know what I mean? Like, we're mm. trying to, um, like, it's you know. And he even said he's like, yo, if it if it means anything, he's like, I've I've done less work on this song than I've done on other bands that only clean sing. So, cause I was like, yo, that, that makes me feel better. Cause I'm like, you, this sucks. But we're, we're, we've been, you know, we, we got it. It was just, it's just different experience, man. Like I've just never done that. I'm not, I don't, I don't look at myself like a singer or like a vocalist. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm an idiot who just yells on the microphone and I'm like good at jumping around. That's about it. But, uh, that, that one really pushed me and it's going to continue to push me because we're going to try to play that on the tour. Um, so if you're hearing and you see us on a tour, let me know if that shit sucks. Dude, I apologize. We're trying our we're trying our hardest, man. Um, Had you done really any singing just in life before this? Like, just like no. you know, no. This no, is like no. this is like the first time you were like, I'm gonna go for it. 
Yeah, Drain's the only band I've ever sang for. You know, like I think like one time when I was in high school, we like I like we like wrote a song for like a project or something, and I, I did I like, yelled, but mm-hmm. it's not. I don't like that. Don't count that. You know what I mean? Like this is the first band where I was like, I just played drums, but I went to college and I couldn't um, bring my drum set, so I was like, well, I guess I could just like try to be in a band doing something else. So, um, which is sick. Yeah, it was just super sick. So I found it, and we've just been doing it since. Yeah. Well, now that you realize you have the skill, like, do you think we'll ever get a drain song with with clean vocals? Do you know? Yeah, I, I will say it's like, dude, um, maybe I don't know. You know, like, because that was when we were, when we were doing it before. It was like we were like, oh, let's do this cover. You know, we were kind of like, well, do we want to like write something like that? And I still feel the same way. I'm like, dude, I just don't really have any interest in writing a song like that, like our own. But it, it's fun when you're doing someone else's song, you know. But who knows? Maybe I'll be singing to a different tune down the road. You know, like, um, it's cool to know we can, if we ever want to, it's cool to know that, you know? So speaking of covers, I, I was kind of curious. I was looking around the internet to see if you guys had done other covers in the past. I saw on <laughs> Setlist FM that early in the early days, you used to do the go-go's, uh, we got the beat at shows is that I haven't seen any video though. Do you, you but that, dude, is that true? Is that accurate? That's a hundred percent true. Yeah, dude. I say you probably wouldn't see any videos. I think there's one video I can think of that we did it in. Um, but yeah, man, we did, we used to cover that and it was really fun. You know what I mean? That was, uh, there was like, that was like an OG drain, like before, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the OG singer, but there, there was actually one kid who was like this singer before me. Um, when it was like, they were just getting started and they did like a show or two with him. And that was like, that was in the set. So actually I saw the first drain show. I was there like, you know, and I saw it, I was like, oh, it's sick. And like they lasted like a month or so. And then it was like, Oh, we should get a different singer. So I, I, I stepped in, you know, took over It basically a different band. It's just the same name. But that was like a, when I came in, they were like, yo, we do this go-go's cover. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. It was so fun. Um, yeah, we did, uh, we did that quite a few times, man. And it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we've been doing the same thing the whole time we've been a band. You know what I mean? Like for the most part, we got better, but the vibe has been the same from the first shows we were playing, it's like, we were bringing boogie boards and like just doing all this stuff that we like to do, you know, like covering the go-go's. It's like, it, we, we haven't changed. We've just been doing our thing. It just, it just took a little time, but then it caught on, which is kind of sick. Cause a lot of people be like, Oh, like we had, we used to have like a lot more fun, but then we like, we had to get like kind of serious and then it caught on. We were like, yeah, we've been doing the same dumb shit forever. And then just like eventually caught on. I love that. No, it's but amazing. Maybe, I would, I would bring back the cover at one point. I would just cause it was fun. You did know, you it sing like, it or did you just like turn it into a hardcore song? No, we just same vibe. We just played it like pretty straightforward, you know? Um, it was so cool, dude. Yeah, this is like, you know, when you, when you throw like a distorted guitar on there, you know, it's like a big power chord. Bah, we got the beat. People were like jumping on me, piling up. It was so fun. That's awesome. Yeah, um, it will break it back. Who knows? Yeah, I would be sick. Uh, I bet that would like really pop off at like, you know, the size venues you're playing now. Yeah, dude, it'd be so much fun, man. We did a couple we always try to do some fun covers, man. We did like that that was like we did for a couple a couple shows. That was like maybe like a like honest like six months we had that in the set. Then like one show we did like a Beastie Boys cover. Um one show we did a suicidal cover. Uh yeah, and then we covered we did a violation cover a couple times, which is fun. But yeah, man, I don't know, just have a good time with it, you know? Yeah. What uh? What are some other like non-hardcore, non-heavy music bands that you really like? Man, well, me me 
specifically, dude, I mean, I don't know, man. I love all that, like, garage, beach, rock, indie, like, surf punk stuff. Like, all that stuff that was on, like, the the, the late Burger Records. I, I have a weird soft spot for all that stuff. Um, and I still love that, you know? Like, just bands that, like, affiliated with that crowd. I, I used to love that. And it, it's still – it's one of those things that, I'll be honest, I don't really like going to those kind of shows. Hardcore ruined, like, live music for me, to be honest, dude. But, like, yeah, I love, like, the drums and Fiddler and all that stuff. Mac DeMarco. I'm, I'm basic, bro. I'm such a basic bro. No, no, that that's stuff. not basic. Yeah, I get so hyped on that. Um, What else? I mean, in terms of, like, like modern stuff, yeah, I don't know. What, what else we listen to? I like Grateful Dead. We'll throw that on the van. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. We're kind of all over, man. I'm a Beach Boys, you know. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I, I, I'm not, like, the most, like, in, I don't think I'm the most, like, tapped in, like, music dude. You know, but I, I, I get down with like a, a lot of that stuff, you know? Sick. Yeah. I've yeah, noticed that dude. you guys kind of throw in little homages to the Grateful Dead in like your show posters and stuff. Um, yeah, dude. I love that. Um, well, dude. Yeah. Are, are, are you in it? You, you down with the, are you, I you love dead the dead? Yeah. I love the dead. Oh, dude. Okay. Well, you have to forgive me. I'm, I'm somewhat of a fake deadhead. Not, not oh, actually. Okay. I mean, <laughs> like, okay. I, when I say in a sense of, I don't have like, necessarily a favorite like concert that i know like the back of my hand you know but like i've got a couple I, I do like that i like to put on you know what i mean um but yeah dude it's just you know it's 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 great music and the songs are, are just like they're timeless and they just make you feel good you know um and especially like i went to school in um in santa cruz i went to the college here and they like i'd be honest when i came here i had no i didn't know anything about them i didn't you know, i'd seen their their thing but i mean i, I came here when i was 18 um, but the dead like donated a bunch, a bunch of stuff to the museum or the library we have here. Um, and so there's, and they like, they have a whole like stock of it. So they actually just rotate things out. They have like original art, original flyers, um, all the guitars on display and every like, like three or four months, they, they do a full swap out and they re put new stuff in there. Um, so yeah, my roommate, when I came here, he, he put me onto some stuff, um, and that's pretty much everything I know is just from what he would show me. And uh, I just love it, man. It's it's just, it's so awesome. And uh, it just gives me stoked. And and just more so like more so than just the music too, but just everything that they, they've done as a band and like everything they've done for their fans. And I've always like in a weird way, like it's very different, but I'm like, okay, how can we like do that? You know, I've, I've really wanted, I wanted to make it work for this tour and it didn't work out. I'm going to try it down the road, but like something like, yo, if you go to more than, two shows in a row like or something and then every other show you'll get in for free and encourage people to kind of just yo follow the tour come with us like it's summertime you're all welcome to come if you go to more than two like you don't have to pay just come you know like um i i don't know i just think it's a cool community a cool vibe you know um but yeah if i had to pick one and i again i have to say i don't probably won't be listening my, my buddy tyler hey, he put me on live at the red rocks that's probably the one that it was his favorite live show he put me onto that um I jam that one quite often. Hey, if it makes you feel any better, I'm super basic too because, like, I, I'm like, you know what? I think the best show is the Cornell show. Like, Dude, and that's yo, like, <laughs> that's the blue one, the blue artwork. Uh, yeah, with like some orange yeah. in there. I think it's like 77, yeah, yeah. and yeah, like it's every, you know, every everybody's like, oh, that's the best one, it's the best one, and then you get the backlash of like, is it really the best one? You know? Yeah, it's the one Dude. I reach for the most. I really like it. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like, yo, I, I I find myself going back to it. And sometimes, like, again, I sound so fried, but, like, 
just the feel like the recordings like when they're not playing you know someone just had like, like a nice like warmth to them and like i love it man i feel like the dicks picks oh you know he's got like so many of those on there um and obviously like the europe 72 that whole like summer i love we did like we ripped one with the uh, um they do the ice cream cone you know i forget yeah, what yeah. city that one is but uh there's the other one where the dude's like shredding on the baguette like that's the cool like dude the art's so rad and, you know and I'm, okay you heard it here first it's my favorite i feel like it's almost like a weird like cheap shot or people think it's a cheap shot like bro fuck baseball dad like but who you, who you think you're impressing it's right there with the same like, go fuck the beatles like yo no one gives a fuck but it's my favorite thing like yo that's just whack they don't realize though so much of our stuff that we it's not like ripped but it's like yo like like yo i saw this old dead flyer let's make our tour fly let's do something like kind of similar but instead of the jerry bears let's throw the qp in let's throw in you know other things and then people are like, yo, the same people are like, dude, you guys have the best merch. I'm like, no. And I'm like, thank you very much, man. It's not, you know, again, half this stuff I find, I don't even know if it's like their official stuff. My bad. My neighbor's dog is bugging out. Um, half the stuff that we'll take is like off bootlegs. You know what I mean? It's not even like official stuff. That's what's so cool. And like, I think that's the, the raddest thing about it. It's like, yo, they make the music and then they're, it just, it spirals. And there's so much more that goes into it. It's like, now I'm ripping off a bootleg of someone who's ripping off their thing. It's like, you know what I mean? It's 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 so sick. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I do get down on that. That's Hell sick. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah, I think it's sick that you do it because you know for very long, like decades, like punks just hated hippies and hated the dead specifically. And like, I just think it's cool that we're in a place where like, you know, a hardcore band can be like, yeah, we we like them so much that we like pay homage to their art. You know, like yeah, dude, yo, and that's and that's the thing. Like, there's been a couple times. Like, once in a blue moon, so like, yo, like, are you like really a deadhead? No, they will be, and I'm like, look, man, I'm not gonna like front, you know, whatever. But yeah, I'll throw American Beauty on all day. I'll throw on what you know, whatever it is. And they're like, oh, damn, I didn't even think you knew like that much. And I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, that's that's not much at all. But um, yeah, dude, and it just gets me because a lot, a lot of people are like, yo. That shit is pretty sick. I'm like I know, dude. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you mentioned you mentioned the Beach Boys. I was actually going to ask because I mean, you guys have so much like California culture, surf culture. Um, like, is uh, so are they like are they big for you too? Yeah, I love Beach Boys, man. I mean, just again, like from childhood. That's like you know, and that's why I think maybe it's why I like Descended so much. You know, what I mean, it's like they're like a punk rock Beach Boys. I mean, literally, they do a Beach Boys cover and they do it so good. It's like. I just, I love the songs and they just, they make me feel happy, man. And that's really all it is. And like, so maybe I, I feel like in a weird way, like lyrically it's not, but like, you know, Drain is maybe like a romanticization of like a nostalgia for that, you know, in a weird way where it's like, I don't know. And again, it's like, yo, Beach Boys, they, they didn't surf, you know, but they knew, they knew how to capture feeling. And it's like, I don't really surf. I, I go out once in a while, you know, I'm not like good, but we live in a beautiful surf town along the beautiful coastline. And it's like, I just try to capture that feeling and the way it makes me feel. And I don't know, it, it gets me pumped up, man. Yeah, no, totally. I, I feel like Drain just got this really great, like, I guess, like contrast between like, you know, these heavy riffs and like a lot of times it's really like, you know, serious introspective lyrical content. And then it's just like California sun and like fun and like, yeah. warmth and like, it's just like, it's a lot of cool clashes of things. I think, you know, it's one of the things that makes Strain like really stand out. 
Yeah, dude. Thanks, man. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what? We got enough. We got enough dudes doing hard stuff. We got enough dudes that actually live that lifestyle. We got a lot of dudes that don't live that lifestyle that want to portray that. I'm just going to do me. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's all I know how to do, man. Um, and that's why I feel so blessed. It's like, dude, I got to do a band that like is catching on, but it's literally just us. You know what I mean? Like, uh, this, this next one, like we're going to Europe again. It's like, yo, like, let's do a fly. Let's throw the QP on my, the best mosquito that I ride every single day. Let's like, you know, here's a picture of it. And like, it's like, yo, that's literally what I do every day. You know, like little stuff like that where it's like, we can just put stuff like that in, you know? And like, and we don't have to try. We're just being ourselves, And it's, it's very, I'm very lucky, man. Cause it doesn't work like that for a lot of people. And maybe they're, maybe they're just not trying to be themselves. I don't know. You know, it makes you wonder sometimes. Is it because, is it not clicking on because they're trying to be themselves? Or is it not clicking because they're trying too hard to be someone they're not? I don't know. Um, but yeah, man, we just like what we like and we just do it. And, you know, whether it's down from the music to the imagery to the merchandise to the, you know, more, I guess, the branding of the band. It's like, dude, we got a look, we got a vibe and we just love it, dude. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, is that kind of what you sing about on Imposter? Like yeah, a, dude, you're yeah. tapped in, you know. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, dude, that's exactly, man. I just, I don't know. Again, it's like, you know, if, if anything, I mean, it sounds maybe harsh, but it is. I'm just like, dude, like, I, I love so many people and even people I don't know because that's the thing. Sometimes and I'm fucking weird. Who, who does that? Who writes about people I don't even know? Like, I guess I do. You know, you just, you see people and like, just trying so hard to desperately like want to find themselves, but they tried and they want to be other people they think look cool. And it's like, dude, yo man, like I don't even know you like that, but I promise you're probably an awesome person. You're just not even allowing yourself to be awesome. You're not even allowing yourself because you're so fixated on like, well, this guy did this. So we have to do that. It's like, dude, do you like it? Then it's perfect. You like that song. That's great. You know, like then, just do you, man. You don't have to do all that. In the long run, it's going to be better for you. You know? Um, yeah, man. And just keeping it real, dude. Just that that's, I feel like that's a big one. It's like, again, you know, for, I just try to keep it real with myself and with everybody else. And as a band, I know we all, that's our thing. It's like, dude, okay. Like, it sounds like almost like, I'm like, a, like a therapy session before we do anything. That's like, like, how does this make us feel? Do we feel good about this? Not like, do we think it's a good thing for marketing? Or it's like, no, like, do we, does this feel right? If it doesn't feel right, let's change it and not do it. You know, like whether it's saying yes to a tour or saying yes to, you know, like a, a mix or something. It's like, yeah, does this feel right? I don't know. We try too hard. Like, is it, you know, and if it is, and, the, and there's been times where like, yeah, I don't know if this feels right. Let's not do that. And we don't, you know, um, we've got a pretty good gauge on it. I feel like what we do, it's all feels like pretty, it just feels good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I wanted to ask, you know, the new record, it's your first for Epitaph. Uh, I mean, I feel like Epitaph is a label that so many punk bands like dream of being on. Like, was that a big deal for you? Like, that's just oh. like, like for young Sammy, you know, is that like. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, like even pre, like, to be honest, even pre like punk, you know, me getting into punk rock. It was like, dude, I just, Epitaph is still my first music, musical interests, you know, bands that just piqued my interest that I would hear on the radio. Before I even really knew what it was or whatever, you know, like Green Day, The Offspring, um, fucking, uh, I'm, I'm blank, like, like so, so many things, you know what I mean? Um, and like, and that's the thing too, 
uh, if I'm not mistaken, like a Weezer record. Like when you really look through the archive, like dude, there's so many. Yeah, bands. they did a Weezer record. Yeah, see, there's a Weezer record. Yeah, yeah dude, uh, Descendants. You know, like there's so many bands. You're just like, oh my god, dude. Like I had no idea that all of these bands had a piece of their history was a part of this. You know, um, and so yeah, when they hit us up, I was just like, that's not. There's no way that'll actually happen, you know. Um, and that's again, that's kind of the vibe of of the band and the record. It's like, dude, like I don't know. I say it all the time, and it sounds like a broken record, but it's like I don't know how to like explain that. But it's like, dude, we're just like truly about as normal, regular people as it gets. And because kids get different ideas, and I know I even got you know when I was first like really starting to get into like like wanted to do the band even it was never like this it was never like we want to like make money or like live off it was just like i just want to like play crazy shows and just like travel and see stuff and you know that was it um but you know dude we were like as as, as ground level as it gets you know and so it's like for people you know i've you know i'm not one who cares about like you know youtube comments or things like that but i do love i love reading stuff and it doesn't bother me but it's one of those things it's like dude i've seen so many like yo like this is a hype band. This is a hype band that just came out. They did their, you know, they dropped their album during COVID. And they just got hype. And it's like, dog, nah. And that's the thing. And then we we don't do drain is so low key. We never say shit. But luckily it's like, dude, other people that like feel the need to are like, no, I saw them play to eight people in my hometown four years ago, um, on the other side of the country from them. And so like, yeah, that's not the case. You know, and it's like, you know, like, we don't have to argue with anything because we know what what actually happened. Um and that's the thing. I, that's like the one thing I, I always hoped because like, yo, getting on Rev felt like unreal. You know what I mean? Because it literally with them specifically, like I like knew the guy who did their A&R and like we kind of had some like mutuals and like, dude, I would, it, oh, there's thing like mail your demo in here. Dude, I mailed them every release we did. Um, you know, I'd, I'd put a, give a physical in the mail, mail it to him, handwritten note, never heard back shit. I had a buddy like, yo, like you just said this to your guy who works at Rev. Like, I'm curious to see never wanted it you know and like not just them but do so many labels they didn't want it um and then to be like yo we got one and it's like okay like boom right there like we're living proof we can do this you can do it and then we stepped up to the next one to go like, we're, we're doing this like you can do this you know um and and whatever comes next that's the thing like it's not like just because the record comes out doesn't mean like that mantra is done you know it's like okay we're gonna keep going we're gonna keep living and proving to everybody including ourselves that like we can do this you know um, yeah it's um, sick dude yeah totally now just I, I feel like i have to ask it's kind of related like you know like you know i'm sure you're up on some of the hardcore discourse that goes on like you know oh, one yeah, of the big, yeah. one of the big things right now is like gatekeeping right and like who's who's really allowed to be part of this and like you know where do you stand on on that Dude, I don't know, man. I, you know, it's not that I go back and forth. It just it's very case by case, bro. It's for everybody. It's for nobody. You know what I mean? Like everyone's allowed, nobody's allowed. It really is. It's like it just it fluctuates because, dude. Like again, if you're, and I feel like we with our band especially, we really try to capture. It. It's like, dude, when kids come and they're like, "Yo, this is my first show." I'm like, "Yo, you are the, you are my favorite person in this room tonight." Like that's this this says for you because I I will hope you see this. And you're like, yo. Whether it's I want to be in a band, be like I want to be a part of this. I want to come back. You know what I mean? Um, and and a lot of times those those kids that are just stoked on the music and being there for that, 
that's that's what's up. You know, and there's a lot of kids like, yo, like, this is my first time, and then they want to do be just be weird, you know. And it's like, yo, it, it happens. People are fucking weird, you know. Like it is what it is, you know. Like some kids are like, yo, like I'm just here for the social club. I came here to meet girls. I came here to, you know. It's like, yo, get get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Um, but it, like, so it's like it, I I stand on both sides, you know. It's like, yo, but that's the thing. Like you'll never ever catch me making fun of a kid who's like new or like who doesn't know who's just excited. Like that's the most important kid in the room. Um, and you know, it's funny. It's like, like, you know, you got like grown, grown men that are coming in, not cause they're here for the music. They're like, yeah, there's, there's a good place to get, you know, to network and, you know, for me to do some like, like, like social climbing. I'm like, dude, get out of here, bro. You're an adult, dude. Get kick rocks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, I, I go back and forth. And that's the thing too, though. I feel like on that same tip, it's like, I would keep going with regular people. It's like, dude, I have, I was that kid. I remember my first show and I didn't, I was a regular kid in the suburbs. I didn't have a lot of friends that were into just aggressive music, period. Forget hardcore. I didn't have a whole lot of friends who were down to go to a metal show or a punk show or a hardcore show, you know? So it's like, I had a lot of regular friends, just regular kids. Like, and then like, we know. So it's like, I think I know, you know, we know how to talk with people. Cause I guess what I say is, you know, a lot of times it's like, it is a weird world where it's like, dude, people really put on for each other and, and you, you know, and they look out for each other almost sometimes to a deficit where it's like all my friends are, they go to hardcore shows. My, I work with people that are involved in hardcore. Our job is related to hardcore. So it's like, once you, when you take hardcore out of the mix, you're like, yo, I don't really know how to talk to anybody. I don't have social skills. Whereas I do all these regular people. We go to school, regular people. We got regular jobs, you know, like working restaurants for regular patrons, you know, it's like, you kind of just learn how to talk to people and I don't know. Yeah, man. I love that. So I don't know if that made my, if that answered much, but yeah, dude, like hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. If you're um, up for the right reasons, then, then you're, you know, not that my word means anything, but you're, you're welcome to, to be there, you know, and I'm going to greet you with open arms and, and all the love in the world, but you know, you're there. And I always tell you know, young kids, like, dude, how did you, how did you guys get big? Or how did you get bigger? I'm like, yo, just go to shows, man. Be, be a, a source of positivity in your scene in your community whether that's you're the kid who is playing every local show because you started a band or you're the kid who's just who's there with your ten dollars ready and you buying a shirt from a band you're just as important as the kid who's on stage you because without one you don't have the other you know um and that's how just be uh don't don't start troubles end the trouble and look out for your, your community look out for your friends and yeah man i think that's sick yeah. Uh, well, what was your first hardcore show? Dude, so, damn. If I had to say, so that's the, like, the line's, like, a little blurred, I guess, because, like, I don't know. I, like, I found punk and metal first, and then I found hardcore. But there was, like, bands I would see, like, I would be like, oh, I saw, like, Rotting Out. That's a punk band. Then I saw, like, Power Trip. That's a thrash band. You know, I didn't know. I didn't get it. So, I feel like truthfully the first like real like hardcore hardcore straight up hardcore show I went to like God I don't know that's a great question I don't know maybe it was like well shit I mean because it's not not punk but just true hardcore yeah I, God I got to either timestamp it might have been rotting out at this skate park for free no no first true hardcore show I went to yeah it was, it was a house show it was a house show in my hometown um. And there's just like local hardcore bands playing, you know, like, and it was like different. It was more like, I guess, like a youth crew style, you know, it wasn't like heavier hardcore, but yeah, something like that probably. Um, 
But I don't know, man. When I first moved to Santa Cruz, you know, I saw like I, I think I've been in Santa Cruz for about a week and we saw trash talk. Um, that was crazy, you know. Um yeah, and that was twenty twelve. Yeah, early in the twenty twelve. So I don't know. That's it, like like true hardcore. But yeah, I mean I was going to like um I don't know, a lot more metal shows growing up, you know, when I was in high school. That was like my jam. You know, I went to like a lot of thrash metal shows. I got a death metal a little after that, but it was mostly thrash metal. I was like, and I still love thrash. Like, I don't really keep up with it modern, but I like, guess that's my bread and butter for sure. I feel like there's a ton of thrash in Drain's music. Oh, yeah, like, dude. I mean, that's the thing. Our, our guitar player is a thrash dude through and through. He's just like a metal guy, you know? Um, and so it's like, and he's a drummer too. He loves thrash as well. I feel like he was he was way more tapped into hardcore stuff than I was. Um, you know, honestly, both of them, him and Cody, were way more tapped into hardcore than I was. Um, but yeah, just finding that that middle ground. And I think at one point we found where it was like, yeah, like you can, we can have a what sounds like a fast riff, but we throw it over a, a halftime beat. That's dope. You know what I mean? Like, um, it doesn't have to just be fast, you know? Because that's the first couple of Drain releases. Like, they're still out there. I thought about taking them off just because, like, we'll never, ever play those songs again. But I'm like, whatever. It's kind of fun to hear the progression. We were, we were all over the place. We didn't know what we were doing. We're like, yeah, oh, like, you got to leave the history up there, right? I mean. Yeah. yeah. And that's them. Like, yo, it's, someone's going to have it somewhere. You know what I mean? Whatever. But, um, yeah, dude, that was, that was my bread and butter. Yeah. Have you guys ever talked about, like, I don't know, like going on tour with a metal band. I mean, I, I always feel like listening to Drain. I'm like, I, I know you like, I feel like Drain kind of lives in the hardcore world, but I'm like, metalheads would really dig this. Like you guys got riffs on those records. Like, yeah, dude, thank you, man. Dude, you know, I'll be honest with you, bro. And again, I don't, this may give me in trouble, dude. I'm, I don't really want to do any metal tours, to be honest. That's, I know I'd like, dude, this is like, you know, like where we got to, you know, butt heads, but say, you know, like Cody loves metal. He's like, dude, I'd love to do like a, a metal tour and i'm like dude, I, I don't give a fuck yeah i really have no interest and i know that sounds burnt but that's the thing man i really like that was the world i came up in and i know it's like probably not the same but i just like dude i remember because i used to be that dude we were actually talking about this recently dude i was like one of those kids and uh, you know i'm not even gonna lie it was a different time but you know things are just different and i was like dude like all that karate shit that's fucking whack whatever you know probably a lot not nicer words to be honest but you know mm -hmm. it just still on that i was like i hate that There's these guys they they're they think they're macho blah 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 and it's like dude and i think fights break out and it's like dude that's, i don't want to be a part of that man what i will say though he's like i'm open to a lot of stuff wherever the kids are at man that's the thing and i, I remember when i was going to shows like yo i was like in high school i was like dude i'm like I'm one of the younger kids here, like kind of by a lot. Like, um, it's a lot of older people and that's fine. But I don't know. Drain's like for the kids, dude. Like I want to go wherever these kids are at that want to just go buck wild. You know, like every, we, we, we used to play whatever we could play. You know what I mean? Like we, anything we could get on. So we played fucking stoner rock shows, death metal shows. We played slam band. We'd, go, we'd do whatever we could get on. And it's like, dude, it's very clear. It's like, whether it's a hip hop show where there's all these young kids losing their minds, or like, you know, wherever the kids are, they go crazy. But like a lot of those other shows, like, yo, just like, we just did a show, for example, we played with Musical Waste recently. I love Waste. That was a big band for me. But like every band leading up to, they popped off for our set, but the rest, it was just like posted, just drinking beers. And I was like, dude, I I just don't like this shit, dude. And like, I could you know, kind of see like the tensions of kids that want to dance. And they're like, oh, dude, like, leave that cloudy shit at the door, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, 
just does everyone just do whatever you want? Like, no, yeah, I, I hate that, dude. When we first, again, I, I know I'm rambling, dude. When we first were really getting going, and we finally started kind of meeting more kids in hardcore, playing more hardcore shows. We had like a a, a dude that we knew who's like a straight thrash dude. He came out, and all these hardcore kids were like dancing, and it's funny because now it's like dudes that are in. Um, Big Boy and Tsunami, we just didn't know them yet. But they like one of those kids was dancing, and this guy we knew started fighting him, and he ended up getting like whooped by like five people. And he was like, "You don't even know Drain." He's like, "You don't do that shit at a Drain show." And I, it was like that exactly was like the record. Like, like, nope, never mind. Like, we do not. That's not the attitude we want to have. I'd rather have kids who are just stoked and want to do whatever they want to do. And that was like, I think the moment where I was like, you know, hardcore dance is kind of sick. Like, I just was like, I, I don't know why I was such a hater forever. But uh, yeah, dude, I, I was like, nah, man. Like, I got so maybe we'll do it down the road, man. You know, but I we'll see. We'll see what happens, mm. you know. Did, did yeah. you hear that um, that Rob Trujillo from Metallica is a tsunami fan? Yeah, dude. Yo, that's dude, that shit's so crazy, man. I was like, um, so wild man dude so like that so we played that that same festival and it was so random dude but like my dad called me and like my dad works like my, my hometown is like a big waterfront um like a lot of importing from like foreign countries um and he works with all these dudes and he works with this dude who's a guitar tech for pennywise anyways um and he was like my dad called me he's like yo i'm with so-and-so I'm, and he's like yo is there any way you can get Rob Trujillo into your show tonight? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dad? And he's like, yeah, like his kids love your band and they want to go. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, and I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't actually get him in, but so we played day once, then day two, he got in though. And I actually, I met him and he was like, he's like, he was like really cool and whatever. And I was like, Oh, and he was like, he was like, Oh, like, do you play it? Do you play this weekend? And I was like, yeah, like, I, I played yesterday. I played a band called drain. He's like, Oh shit. He's like, yo, he's like, we listen to you guys all the time in the car. He's like, oh, my, my kids love Drain. And he called his, like, kids over. And uh, I was like, I'm just like, what is happening, dude? Um, And, uh, yeah, dude. And he was like, hold on. Like, can we get a pic? So I was like, yeah, of course, dude. So I don't even have the picture. It's on Rob's phone. There's a picture of me with his kids and Rob, like, and Greg from Take Offense. It's on Rob Trujillo's phone. I don't have it. I would love to see it at some point, but yeah, dude. So I saw him that, that during the tsunami set was on the stage. I could see him and his kids like up in the balcony and like, they were like, Rob had his phone out. And I was like, dude, he's tapped in, dude. Like, I think there's a lot of bands that he's tapped in with. I, and it was funny because he named Vane and tsunami and terror. Yeah. And that was, that was literally the order of that fest. It was Vane, tsunami okay. and terror. So I was like, dude, I know that was like probably just off top of his memory. Like that's where it was. But dude, I think he's tapped in. I just, his kids, it's crazy because one of his sons plays in corn, one plays in suicidal. Um, but they also do like their own bands. They're in this band called Auto that I don't think people really know about, but they're like they're at shows. They go to shows, him and his bandmates, they like they love that shit. They're honestly, they like they're like hardcore kids, you know. It gets me really hyped. Um, and that's what I'm like, yo, like it, it just gets me all stoked, man. It's like it's wild, it's super wild. But yeah. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I'm like, yo, I can't believe we're all like, you know, we're at this level where it's like we're even able to like that that's in the earshot of that dude. You know what I mean? Like what? 
It's crazy. Yeah, we just played a we played this punk in the park festival, and uh, his kids came out. I mean, his kids suicidal played, so his, his son was there. But they were like, "Yo, we're coming through." It's like this is so nuts, dude. What the hell? Um, and they're like, "The rat dude's son's like, I mean, it's to no surprise, but like such a crushing bass player, like so insanely good." I was like, "Dude," he's like, "Yo, you guys killed early." I was like, "Bro, I can't even look at you. Like, you're a beast. You're a monster. You know." He's like, like he looks like he's like eighteen. Like, dude, you're so dope, insane, man. But it makes you wonder who else. It makes you wonder. We're starting to see it, and that's what I'm saying, yo. Again, if that makes me lame, then I'm lame as fuck because I think that stuff's awesome. That you got the Billy Eilish's watching Knock Loose. You know that you got Limp Biscuit taking out Scowl. You know, like, dude, if that makes if that makes lame or that hardcore's lame, it's like you kick rocks. Scowl's another one. Just a hey, dude. It gets me so pumped because. I mean, again, a little biased because they're like my day one friends, but like, um, dude, it's like forever. Like Malachi, you know, the guitar player, writes the music, dude. He carried, he carried, and still carries the weight of the Bay Area scene in a lot of ways. He was the only dude who's booking shows for a while. Like, like every band that was like DIY coming through, he booked. Um, and he was always like that dude who like wanted to be in a band and like kind of was, but it never really clicked. You know, and he was always like, dude, like I book in the shows that get you guys like, you know, I've gotten you guys to these levels. Like I would love to just like be there one day. And now he's past all of us. You know what I mean? Um, as a fairy, Dusty, you know, again, I'm a fucking weirdo. Why do I do this? I have too much time on my hands. I'll be like, you say, I see like random people like scour industry plants. Blah, blah, and I'm like, bro, if you ask anybody in, in California, period. And, and and most people who are in touring bands from the years of 2016 to 2022, they're like, oh yeah, I know Malachi. He booked us. He housed us. Gave us whatever extra money he could at the door. Um, you know, like dude, like Gulch's first show, dude, like Gulch's first show. This dude booked fucking. Uh, well, that wasn't. It was that wasn't his first show, Gulch's. But like, um, dude's booking crazy cracked out shows that now would be in thousand cap rooms in our little, we had a little library we'd book at. It was maybe, I think like the true, like fire code capacities, like 15 people. It was like Jesus peace, hands of God, Gulch, um, you know, all in one room sanction, like dude, crazy, like stupid lineups. And he was just like, fuck it, let's go. Let's book it. Like, you know? And so all these bands have like, it's crazy that that's another thing too. I was just thinking, I'm on a tangent. I'm sorry, but like seeing like, uh, you know, Scott was just on that that show me the body tour with Jesus Peace, and I'm like, dude, Jesus Peace was a band he booked, who to us was a huge band at that time, but in reality was only pulling maybe a hundred kids. I think I only think I think they only pulled at least in our our neck of the woods, they probably only pulling a hundred kids, but now they're both like crushing it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I guess yeah. Anyone who has anything to say, it's like, dude. If you if you get your hands dirty at, at the ground level and you give back to your community, man, like if you put on, eventually, man, like that, it's gonna come back and it's gonna support you. You know what I mean? And look at those guys now; they're they've built such good relationships with all these bands that they've met over the years, and it's led them to be in earshot of big people. Yo, like take notes, man. Take we should all be taking notes. You know? Yeah. That's how you get it done. Did you see like Post Malone wore a scowl shirt at like one of his shows or something? Oh, dude, I printed that shirt. I worked at the, the oh, shop yeah? and printed that. Yeah, and we were like, oh my God, dude, I can't. Like, that's crazy. And they, they don't even, they're like, dude, we don't even know how that happened. Like, we've never met him. Like, I don't even know how that happened. Um, 
yeah, dude, it's it's crazy, bro. Um, yeah, and seeing people boot, like try to make bootlegs because they saw him wear that, it was like 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 they spelt it wrong. And I was like, this is crazy, dude. Um, yeah, dude, it's it's just wild, man. So it gets me excited like every day. I'm like, yo, what what's next? What's gonna happen? You know what I mean? Like the other day, like, I had a crazy one. There's this dude I don't know shit about like lifting, but um, this dude who goes by C Bomb, who I guess is like a really I was told he's like he's like a like a modern day like Arnold Schwarzenegger at like his peak like pumping iron in terms of like his like level of like stardom you know like he's not not just like like really strong but like kind of surpassed that. Um, anyways, he was like posting like so, like I had like four people hit me up like dude did you see this? It was like him getting tattooed like at some like private tattooed like space and just got like drained on like the TV in the background and he's just like just like getting his tattooed. They're like yo like it's like dude. That's insane. This is insane, dude. Like that we're able to be in the earshot of all these people so far away, knowing damn well we came from nothing in a town that had nothing. We had to build it ourselves. That's crazy. But again, yo, we can do it. You can do it too. So everyone, like if you're listening, like get get after it, dude. Start a band, start a zine, start a label, just give back or just go mosh hard. Like that's sick too, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. It's just that classic punk rock mentality of like, learn three chords, don't even need to really know how to sing or play, just get up there and do it. And anybody can do this. Yeah, dude, straight up, bro. Yeah, it's epic. It's so epic. Um, It's funny, because like, just on that topic of like, you know, your first hardcore shows or finding the scene and stuff like I had Kat from Scal on the podcast recently. And she was like, one of my first hardcore shows was Drain. And now dude. it's like Scal and Drain are both. So it's just wild to see, you know, like. Yeah, all, dude. Yeah. Yo, I, I, rem- I mean, I, I remember when we met her because we we had never played in Sacramento or I don't know if we had, maybe we had, but I remember the tour, I guess. And we were just out there like, yo, this is so sick, man. Like, and again, it was like maybe 40 kids and uh, and she was super cool and like bought a tea and was like, yeah, I want to start my old band. And like, yeah, it was just dope. And, you know, little do we know, like she ended up moving to Santa Cruz and become like a a close friend of ours, you know, cause she was, you know, it's like three, three hours away from us. Um, and then within like the year she'd moved to Santa Cruz, like pretty much just like immediately met all our friends and just became like a, our, you know, our homie. And they, and then they started that band. They literally like, dude, I remember specifically cause now I played bass in a band called Jawstruck. Um, and then he was like, yeah, like, I don't know, like Cat really wants to do a band. So, um, I don't know. I feel about just buy a guitar and I'll just like write some songs so she can like sing on them. That was it. And it's like, yo, look at that. Dude, like, it's, it's epic. And I think sometimes, like, you, it, there's a fine line of, like, you got to try hard at things, but then sometimes trying too hard in the wrong way makes it, you know, if you're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, if they had started this conversation, like, oh, yeah, like, well, Cat really wants to be a, a figure in, the, you know, music and fashion, so we're going to start a band that's going to be geared towards this. It's like, whoa, 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 just like, no. And that's why I was like, yeah, we should, we want to try. She's like, I want to, like, try to sing in a band. I'm like, oh, it's dope. And then you just take the steps as they come, you know, and look, look where they're at, man. Like, and, and again, it's like, yo, literally just regular kids like us that go to shows that meet kids. And before you realize it, you just, you're all doing the same thing. It's dope. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you were, you were just talking about that Scal Zulu Jesus piece, show me the body tour. I caught the New York date. I mean, like, dude, that was like, that was the wildest show I've seen all year. Like, I bet. Yeah, I bet. It was, did you, did you hear at all about like, there was like a rogue fire breather in the crowd during Jesus pieces set? Did you hear about this? Dude, I did. I saw some like (laughs) pictures for a video Mm. from like, yo, insane, dude. 
Yeah, I mean, I would expect nothing less, especially like the the Corpus crew in yeah. their neck of the woods uh-huh. at home. Forget it, dude. That's it was crazy. like a sold out twenty five hundred person room, like oh, it tr- truly fucking nuts, and like just not a second without a stage diver flying. You know, just like constant madness, like so 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 sick. How epic, dude? How epic is that? Yeah, that that shit gets me so hyped, man. Um, yeah, I, I love it. I absolutely love seeing that stuff, and yeah, it's like, dude. All those guys, I mean, Zulu, pre, like, pre-Zulu, the singer was playing drums in Dare. We played with Dare, like, for so many times. Uh, Braxton, the guitar player, he, like, filled in for a drain tour on bass, you know, like, years ago. It's like, dude, we just know all these people. And so it's so crazy that we're like, you know, we're all playing these slots. Dude, it's just, it's, it's, it's unreal, bro. It's unreal. It gets me so happy. I think there's just a real hunger for it right now. Like, I think, you know, like if people want to like try to figure out like, oh, why, why is the hardcore scene popping like this? I mean, I just feel like people want it. Like people like post, post COVID too, like not post COVID, but you know what I mean? Like post lockdown. Like, I think there's just people were like at home for too long and like needed to go nuts and like got out and did it. And they were like, I got to go do it again, you know? And yeah. Like, yeah. Dude. It's nice, man. I was telling someone about this. We were talking earlier. It's like, yo, I feel like it did a couple of things. It's like, not only did it make hardcore kids more appreciative, kids are already into it. They're maybe like, yo, I'm going to go to every show now. I'm not going to miss one show. I know that was like, for me, it'd be like, oh, I'll go to the next show. And I was like, after like, yo, every show I've been trying to go to, um, you know, and then they got the new kids that are in, whether it's from, they find out from TikTok or find out from, you know, the internet and then, or they just see like, you know, they heard music, we found it from Spotify, got recommended, and they're like, well, I've never really been to this before. So between two those two things coming together, it's like, yo, it's epic. So I want to ask a little more specifics about the new record. Um, yeah. So we were talking before a little bit about some of the lyrics. We talked about imposter. I mean, you kind of touched on the title track a bit, like kind of that living proof mantra. Um, tell me a little bit more about uh, FTSKYS. I know that's kind of a like a, a pretty personal track. Yeah, dude. Yo, I mean, that's the thing. It's it's a um, it is, dude. It's like a, like, it was a song. I feel like I've always like wanted to write, but I never really knew how to write it. Um, and I don't know. Like I, uh, when I was, cause I, I'm straight edge, but I wasn't always straight edge. And I feel like when I when I wasn't straight edge, uh, all a lot of my friends were. You know what I mean? And it was like it was just tough too. Cause I was like, yo, I know this is not good for me. I know I get, I'm like, not, <laughs> excuse me. I know it's not like helping me out in my life and adding anything positive. But dude, I just, I don't, that's the, I'm not, I don't know if I would go as far as saying I was an alcoholic. Not there's anything wrong with that, but I just don't know if I fully would like, I don't want to say earn that title. Like does you know, like I, I don't want to undersell myself, you know? Um, but I just didn't realize that how a part of my, it how a part of my life alcohol was and it. It was like, it was tough. And I feel like a lot of straight edge songs I have, it's like, uh, you know, and a lot of kids I knew that were edge. They're like, yeah, I've been edge my whole life. I've never even had a drop of alcohol. So I didn't even know what the other side's like. You know what I mean? So I was like, fuck, I don't know, man. Like I gotta like, kind of like figure this out. You know what I mean? And like, um, and that's also, that, you know, I was like, I think that came from a conversation I was having with my girlfriend. You we were just talking about like, cause you know, she's kind of same boat and we got, we stopped drinking together. Um, she's not like edge, but uh, you know, she's in drink. Um, and yeah, I was like, you know, I was like, yo, at least I take pride. Cause we were talking about something kind of embarrassing. I did, I think. And I was like, dude, whatever, at least like, 
I don't even know who that person was, you know. But I really take pride. I'm like, well, while I wish I don't know who that person was, I take pride. I'm the one who killed that person off. You know what I mean? Um, and made it so that that person isn't here fucking up my life anymore. You know what I mean? And so it was tough. And I even like, you know, I actually kind of tried like twice and it didn't really work out. You know, like it'd be like two nights or something without like a drink. And then it was like, you know, and it wasn't like, I, I say that, that's, that's, see, like, that's why I don't say alcohol. Cause I feel like me saying that makes me sound like it's like, oh my God, I was like shaking or something. It's like, it wasn't that. I didn't get the shakes or anything like that. But it was just like, dude, it was so every day we'd, you know, our friends would come over, we'd drink, we'd go out to bar, whatever. And like, my family, it's like, you know, they don't, they don't have an issue with it, but it's like, we go drink together. My brother, you know, it's like, yo, I gotta, where do I say no? It was always like, okay, I'll next weekend. Oh, but someone's birthday this weekend. I can't stop now. I gotta like, you know, then it was finally like, yo, I gotta be just like, yo, it's done. I'm done. And I still, at one point, I still try to go out with people and, you know, then I realized like people take it personally. They really take it personally. They're like, yo, I'm not, because they're like, oh, you think you're better than me. It's like, no, it's not that, man. I just, I think I'm better than me. I got to stop. You know, I, I, I deserve better. And like, dude, it's, it's crazy, man. And that's the thing. And so then people are like, dude, like, I don't know, bro. Like, I guess, I guess we like, you know, they get weird. And there's, you know, times where I was like, well, fuck. Okay. I guess I'll just drink then, you know, cause I would cave. And then, yeah. So I finally was like, yo, you gotta like, you gotta find that strength and just be like, yo, like I'm not doing this. And you know, all the, whether it's alcohol or whether it's about drugs or anything really you know um it could be a fucking fitness journey you know and i think that's the thing that's like i love our songs are specific but they're also kind of open-ended you know what i mean so it's like you can kind of fit fit it wherever you you need it to fit and i i hope that some kid hears that it was like yo because i was thinking dude i loved i used to have so much fun drinking like i loved it i was a fucking bull in a china shop and like people like oh dude you're so like fun to drink and party with like hell yeah these are my friends and they're like yo you realize you take the alcohol out you don't really have a lot in common with those people. You just you drink together. Um, they don't care about your well being. They don't care about like you as a person. Um, so yeah, man, it's like a, a song I'm really proud of. And I really wanted to do it. I was like, yo. And again, people are gonna take. They're gonna hear it and be like, well, that's kind of a dark message. It's like, no, dude, read deeper. It's not about that, you know. Um, it's an uplifting message, you know. Yeah. I feel like in general, your lyrical style is, you know, it's not like your typical hardcore cliche type lyric. It's like, you know, not to sound, not to like diss anybody who maybe does something like that. But I feel like you bring a lyrical style that is like a slightly, you know, not super traditional for hardcore. Um, what would you say as a lyricist, like this, how would you describe like your approach to writing lyrics? Yeah, man. Well, I mean, I guess here, it's like a little glare. I guess like um, for me, it, you know, it definitely does depend on the song and like what it is I'm trying to say with the song. If and then like, sometimes I'm really not trying to say anything. You know, sometimes I'm like, yo, I got a message. Sometimes I'm like, yo, I kind of like having a weird day and I was gonna like talk about it. I guess you know, like, um, but I do feel like in the songs that have a message, it's like there's, uh, I, I feel like I really like you know the way Tara goes about it, for example. You know, like, um where it's like it's positive music but it's it's really hard you know and it's like lyrically it's very strong and it's like i think that's kind of my approach where it's like i don't know i don't necessarily i wouldn't want to write like think positively and like you're going to manifest everything you want it's like no think positively try to you know visualize your goals but then also go and literally smash through everything that is in your path of getting 
to your vision into your goal. You know, it's like, yo, something's in your way, break it down. If they say you can't do it, fuck them, do it. You know what I mean? Like, for, if you want something, you go do it. Um, and I think that's like kind of like I just how I am as a person. It's like, yo, fuck that. Oh, they say I can't, fuck them. And so it's like, it's, I think it's like, it's like almost like aggressively positive. You know what mm. I mean? I'm like, yo, like, it's like, I got your fucking back, bro. Let's go. You want to do something? No one's going to get in your way. And I'll, I'll, I'll literally be behind you saying like, that's right. Get out of the way or get ran over. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and that's the thing. I just feel like with some of this stuff that's like, about positive hardcore and stuff. It's just like, yo, I, I can't really get behind it. Cause it's like, I don't know, man. I don't really think that that's exactly how this is going to work. You know, I don't think just having a positive mindset is going to necessarily get us to our goal, you know? Um, and I think that having a negative mindset is also not going to get us there. You know, like I'm not really into that shit. It's like, yo, I just, again, I was, I'm just trying not to be that way as a person. It's like, yo, like, the goal should always be to feel good, whether it's in music or just in life. You know, the goal is always like, yo, no one wants to feel bad. So we feel bad. Let's talk about it. Acknowledge it. What's the issue? Can we fix it or can we not? If we can fix it, break through whatever it is and stop it. If we can't, let's like slowly chip away at it and or learn a way, learn to find a way to mentally be okay with it and find that peace if you can't change it, you know? Um, so yeah, man, I just, I don't know. I just want to feel good, dude. I want to feel good. I want everyone else to feel good. And it makes me happy that people are like, yo, your music helped me, you know, get sober. Your music helped me, um, you know, this, I was listening to this when I was like going through a tough time and maybe get up in the morning. I'm like, dude, what? Like, that's, that's crazy. You know? And it's like, yo, it means we're doing something right. And it means we're doing something real. And there's, it's okay if you don't want to do real stuff, you know, it doesn't, it, not everyone has to do that. Sometimes I love a, a joke a band or a gimmick or whatever but it's like yo it's it's also really cool to to have something to say and to say it and have it be received and understood by people you know um i love that stuff yeah totally and as you mentioned terror who are some other lyricists that you really look up to that you really like damn um wow uh well i love honestly dude like well Man, this whole thing get me into, some, into trouble water, but man, let our fuck them. No, I mean, I, I, I also love Terror. I love E Town. Um, I think that that time to shine record, like, yeah, fucking said some words that aren't that I'm not gonna say, and I'm not even gonna. Again, I, I hate that it's like you gotta like talk about stuff like that. It's like, yo, I, I love E Town. Yeah, it's fucking. There's it was a different time, and I don't I, I don't know what that dude's situation was, but yo, at the core, like, time to shine, dude. Not even gonna lie. Like, that's a that's a posse song yeah or like that's that's a motivational song like dude you know like oh like i'm just gonna get i'm gonna get mine by taking yours I'm like dude that's sick i feel it dude like yo do what you gotta do get your get get ahead um yeah i love i love e-town um damn i don't know man yeah i mean i feel like especially getting into it i feel like i always like immediately resonated with like rotting out um just very real lyrics. And if, if for me, I mean, we're from the same hometown. So I feel like there's always like this extra piece where I'm like, Oh my God, like I know, I literally know what he's talking about, you know, like, um, you know, and like all their album covers will be like in my hometown. So that, that one always hits a little different for me. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. And again, all three of those bands are all like very real. You know what I mean? Um, 
Yeah, what else? Fuck, I don't know. I guess that's a good question. I don't know. I don't say I'm not really. Much, I don't. I don't really think I'm much of like a profound lyricist by any means. You know, I. I, I think I all that honestly suicidal in a way. Suicidal tendencies more in a way of just like this dude's got again. He's got such a great message, but does it in a way that doesn't that just feels like strong. You know what I mean? And they use real like words. They don't have like I don't know. If you see sometimes people be like pulling out the dictionary trying to like sound more like intricate i'm like yo like no nah, that's not me but you will find light that's when i was listening you will find light the other day and i was like damn i came out i literally started a song the first single is whole rollout the first lyrics like man i just woke up it's like damn, like dude i feel like i talk like yo man i just woke up dude like i don't know you know um yeah it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah um now also so obviously you well, we're a drummer first, obviously you drummed in Gulch. Um, do you f- find like going from like being a drummer to a vocalist? Like, I feel like that's, especially lately, we've seen a lot of that. Like, I mean, Ian Shelton from Military Gun was like a drummer turned vocalist. Brendan Yates, drummer vocalist. Like, do you feel like as a drummer, as someone who like understands like rhythm, like on a deep level, do you bring that to being a front person at all? Hell yeah. Oh yeah, dude. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, I think for me, it's like, trying to figure out like all and it's it's crazy because i won't even think about it like i won't even like consciously be like oh but then after i said like oh that's so weird i like match so the words are matching like because we, we always write the music first like for for our band maybe maybe once in a while i'll like doodle a little something down that i'm like okay i want to expand on this like topic or something or like oh like oh that, that could be a cool line but like i always wait till the song's done and then I start going in and I, dude, I look so, so crazy. Every time we write music, I always go to, I write every song we have. In the, uh, I always go to the laundromat. Whenever Drain's writing, I got the cleanest laundry, bro. I just gotta go, I go to the laundromat. I'll just be with my headphones in and I'm just like, like mush mouthing, like nothing, no words, but just like over I'm like, okay, that's a good like pattern, you know? Um, and sometimes I'll think I'm like, I, I won't even realize it, but I'm like, oh, I totally matched. And I did words with every like kick drum hit. Or something, you know, and I'm like, yo, that's like, that's where that, that beats at, you know? Um, so I think it really did help, you know, and like, I played drums for, you know, years before I did vocals. So I think just like really kind of understand the instrument or like how to play it, you know, at least in this style of music helped me to be like, okay, this is like going to be a good thing. And like, um, I don't know, like taking that approach, but then also like my own personal interest and just like, yo, I really love, I love I've always, I always wanted to just be a band that you could sing along to. I always, that's all I ever wanted, man. Like be a band that kids would sing along to and like try to dogpile and stage dive. And um, so that's the thing. It's like, we're writing. It's like, I always try to be like, maybe, maybe I do a good job. Maybe, maybe others not so much on this new record. We'll find out. I think we did a good job, but try to make it so it's catchy, you know, like, yo, like what's something's like memorable and you're going to like remember and want to sing along to it, you know, find out. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I also feel like for for you specifically, it's like it kind of goes the other way too. I mean, like for me, right? Like Gulch is such a drum band. Like I feel like I mean, yeah. great riffs, love the vocals, but I feel like that you bring this like you put this hop in Gulch's step that like always like when the drums kick in and Gulch songs, I feel like I just like my blood rushes. Like it's there's something about Gulch drumming. I think that like you, you like that snare drum and those gold tracks, like it, it's like just as important as like the riffs, you know, like, it's- yeah, dude. Yo, thank you, man. I mean, dude, I think that's, um, yeah, 
honestly, that I think a lot of that is the fact that we just live tracked those drums, you know? So it's like, if you put me to a metronome, like I'm all over the place, but it feels real. It's like, there's like a heartbeat to it, you know? Um, and yeah, we just like, I'll always like, I, I loved when the snare came out on that record. Um, and the way the kick drum just hits you right in the face, you know? And, uh, but yeah, dude, I, I feel it. And that's the thing. It's like, um, you know, it, I guess then that didn't like lead to the demise, but you know, as a part of that too, it was like, yo, I, I guys, I can't be in like two places at once. And drain was always the baby for me, you know? So it was like, dude, if we would like have a drain show or a tour booked and then go through like a show offer, I was like, yo, I can't do it. Um, and they played with like a fill in. They actually had Ian fill in uh, from military gun. He was, he's the only dude, I think Tim, Tim filled in for me one time too uh, from, from, he was playing bass in Gulch, plays drums in Drain. But he he played drums for a Gulch show. I was sick. But anyways, they had Ian in there. Like, dude, he played the parts. Like, he totally played them well. We are just like, dude, we don't – it was just different, though. You know, it's like, dude, we don't really want to do a fill-in thing. And so I was like, yeah, well, I can't I, – I, I, that's one of those things where just like eventually and it's like it just gets a little tricky. You know, I, th- I, I don't know these guys' situation, so I'm not even going to try to speak on it. But it's like – I feel like kind of seen with like, you know, like, like, like turnstiles and, and angel dust, you know, it's like, dude, those, all the guys in gold are still my boys. It was just like, yo, and you know, we just can't all be in the same place, you know? And so it's like, yo, either we got to get different guys or we got to call it. And, you know, we went with that option. Um, but yeah, it was like, dude, it was, it was so much fun in the moment. Um, and I, I, I love just getting to rock out on the drums. It was, it was, it was fun. So I think I got a, uh, one more thing to ask you. Um, so, you know, we've talked a lot about um, kids that are new to hardcore. So if kids listen to this right now and they're new to hardcore, who are five current bands they should check out? Five current bands they should check out from right now. Okay. Well, dude, this might be a Chico. They are still current, but but they, they are still putting new music out. They're not just playing. But I will say, go listen to Terror. Go listen to Terror. I know that's like, Maybe not the the thing, but what's dope with Terrors, you could listen to that newest record, or you could go listen to like one with the underdogs, and they're still gonna be like just as influential. I feel like you know the new record rocks, man. Um, but let's see to make it, and I'm gonna make it a little challenging for myself. Uh, I say Terrors. So let's just say that's one. Naturally, my other bad wants to say Bay Bands. We've already we already talked about the tsunamis and scouts. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna challenge myself. I'm gonna tweak it out a little bit. I think that you should go listen to. Um, let's see here off the top. I want to try and make sure I dial this in. Well, you know what? If you are, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to regulate. I love regulate. Those are my dogs. Um, you know, I feel like I got it. Same, same tip. I got to say no pressure. Um, but yeah, let's say reg speed, um, for sure. Speed. Uh, I would check out King nine. And what's another one, man? Reg Speed King. Damn, I'm just going down the flat box show, flat flat box showcase. Reg Speed King Nine. Uh, let's switch it up. What else? Who else has been really getting me stoked out lately? Um, dude. Uh, fuck. I, mean, I love Combust. Fucking Combust. I, I know that I'm. Just, I saw those guys there. I, that's the last show I went to. So it's like kind of was fresh in my head. Um, sure. But they they crush. I mean, all those bands are great. Yeah, dude. Um. I think they all are bands that are just gonna like you know go down the road and be like oh yeah that was like like you know up there with like the torchbearers of this generation in my opinion. 
Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. All right. Yeah, Sammy, dude. You have, uh, you have anything else you want to add before? Yo, we, uh... I just want to do one, one, one quick shout out. I don't even know if he'll be tuning in, but, um, my, my girlfriend's uncle, he, he loves Brooklyn vegan. So yo, what's up, Danny? It's one of your quick shout out all the love. Heck yeah. And, uh, and yeah, man, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate you taking the time to, to hang and chat with me, man. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time as well. Thanks, brother. Cheers, man. Hey, thanks again to Sammy. Thanks for listening. Go check out Living Proof by Drain out now on Epitaph Records. It's a great album. I highly recommend it. And hey, if you like what you heard, rate, subscribe. You know, any little help goes a long way. Tell your friends about us. It's super appreciated. Thanks again. See you next time.